Welcome to the Lion's Den with Seth, a podcast where progressive men and women can learn and teach each other the ways of the land. The Lion's Den is where royalty comes to counsel. Ladies and gentlemen, your host, Seth. Yep, 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 yep. It's me. How's everybody doing? Welcome to another episode of the Lion's Den. Hopefully you're having a great, great Sunday, a great uh, Memorial Day weekend and, and everything. And But before we go into it, if you guys understand what we're talking about this episode is betting on you. And with our guests and the topic, I want you guys to understand we will be talking about CBD and marijuana and that business. However, for those of you that are in the military, Air Force specifically, please keep in mind this is by no way asking you or promoting or partaking that you should partake in this uh, activity. Understand it is illegal to take and to also invest in it. But now that we got that out the way, before we go into everybody, you know, how the den goes and how we get it in, we got a special surprise for you all. We have a new addition to the lion's den and we've listened to you all there was comments we had to sit down have to have our have to have our own come to jesus meeting like okay how are we going to do this it finally happened y'all it finally finally happened so on behalf of the lion's den and you the viewers and the listeners i would like to introduce the world famous the infamous <laughs> the, the gorgeous the uh whatever you want to call her mrs precious j everybody <laughs> i sure was gonna say you a dj i better get some applause sounds okay thank you now hey what's going on world it's your girl comedian precious j also known as precious j comedic beast i am the new addition to the lion's den Okay, the lioness in the lion's den. What's up? <laughs> so um, I'm excited to be a part of the team. I'm excited to contribute my female or woman um, point of view or perspective. And I hope the world is ready, too, because this this little sweet little face, it'd be some stuff coming out this morning. I'm trying to tell you. Scooby know all about it. Scoopster. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, they will. They will. Hey, and so again, everybody, we got Miss Princess J. She's a part of the family, and we are happy that she is now. So we can kind of break up the monotony. But then, so we're about to pass it on to my man's Herm, Big Herm. How you feeling, bro? Man, I'm good with my applause. At oh, you don't get no damn applause, bro. Look, all right, look. No, no, but yeah, here, here's your applause. Here's your applause. <laughs> no joking. What up, though? Yo, check it out, man. Today, today's been a pretty good day, man. Um, but the weather, though, man, it feel like it didn't know if you wanted to be hot and sunny or raining. It's like spots of rain, you know. So it just kind of got me a little bit down and excited at the same time. So. But um, yeah, yeah, I'm here ready to get it on, man. And uh, for this show, we got a, a special guest, somebody I actually grew up with, my boy Toro. Uh, he goes by Mac now. He goes by Mac now, but I've known him my whole life as Toro, so that's kind of what I call him. So I, we grew up together in, in Clarksville, Tennessee. He is actually one of the cats I used to dunk on all the time. <laughs> I think 
I think his basketball game got a little bit better now. You know what I'm saying? I've seen him do the little training videos and stuff like that. And I know he keeps me in mind when he does this. But um, this is my guy, Toro, man. I'm excited for him to be here. Glad that you're here, man. I'm ready to get to talking with you, bro. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So how you feeling, bro? How's everything? I won't complain, man. I won't complain. Right. I appreciate you guys having me on the show. Uh, listen, don't believe none of that nonsense, Skip. Just, he was saying. I'm, I'm lying. I didn't dunk on you and Ringo. Stop playing, Toro. Hey, hey, hold on, wait, wait, hey, hey, but look, before you go out there, ladies and gentlemen, if, if y'all didn't hear that, I'm going to make sure everybody heard it, uh, Big Mac just called uh, the infamous Herm Skipper, okay, so listen, the next time, yeah, look at Precious Face, you're damn right, Skipper, so, like the peanut butter? Yes, <laughs> Skippy? Or is that the Skippy? Hey. I don't know, either way, it's bad. Hey, so, anyway. yeah, how you get that, Skipster? Man, my dad told me that my mom's drunk friend saw me in the crib one day when I was an infant. Says, "Oh, he looked like a skipper." And that was my <laughs> what? name. What? Wait, hold on. Wait, Bro, like that's the story that was told to me, man. Wait, 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 I, wait. I actually thought that was my real name till I got to the fourth grade. I didn't know that my name. was. How the hell do somebody look like a skipper? Hey, man, you asked a drunk Korean lady that. I don't know. <laughs> A skipper of what though? Like skip. Girl, I don't know. Like, I just like, maybe I just look like a uh, extra active baby that was ready to skip around. I don't know. My mom said so, that I story mean, ain't it, true. Was it Skippy or Skipper? No, skipper. I never went by Skippy. Yeah. People got smacked for calling me that. <laughs> I don't know that one is better than the other, but whatever you no, like. I went by Skipper. God. That, okay. Well, look. I was introduced. You know what I'm saying. As a as skipper, so I didn't know your name was Herman until like yesterday. Damn, you know what? Hey, and look, that happens. That happens. People be having these these names. But listen, brother. Hey, so man, about the the hemp spired. Like, where did that come from, brother? Oh uh, well, so I guess it came from. Well, I, guess, I shouldn't say I guess it came from. You know, just my transition. You know, what I'm saying out the military. For those, I guess, who don't know, I was. I had served at some point. I know I don't look like it, uh, but I was just in uh, a less less than a year ago. And the um, the way that uh, you know, that I got out the military uh, kind of birthed the inspiration to get into the you know this particular industry that I'm in and playing around with a few names, you know, and trying to come up with something you know that 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 seemed appropriate, right? It wasn't too much. Uh, but definitely seemed appropriate and, and definitely hit home. Um, hence the name or birth the name Hempspired. So, yeah. Hempspired. Yep, Hempspired. Okay, yeah. that's pretty dope. What you got, Herm? So, Toro, man, being that you was in the military, you didn't go straight from the military into this business. You had a stop as a uh, as a high school teacher, correct? Yeah, yeah. And so you was a high school teacher at, at my at my high school, Kenwood High School. The one was in that rap video that y'all messing with me about. Yo, hold on, listen. <laughs> yeah, it, it, I was gonna ask if that was the one, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, first I want to say shout out to everybody that's watching right now. I see you. <laughs> I see y'all. Hey, and, oh, make sure y'all share this too, so we can get some of this yeah. good information. But Herm is from Clarksville. Right, Tennessee, and boy, we was we was joining each other, right? So those of y'all that know me, I'm from Detroit, and of course, I'm always getting it's so cold in the D. So what I did was I said, you know what? I'm tired of this bullshit. Well, we 
we gonna do we gonna start hunting everybody's worst rappers right and boy Herm won. There was a brother. No, I go get. Win. I go get into it. I go get into it. That that's your homie. But anyway, go ahead, man. So finish your but, point. But but the question, like you, you went from the te- being 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 in the military, a secure job, right? Teaching so a secure job. You know what I mean? It's security and benefits in both those positions, right? What 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 triggered you? You like you know what? I'm not going to be satisfied with this. I need to step out on my own. What what was it inside you to make you go ahead and make that jump? Man, so, well, uh, there was a few reasons, honestly. Um, one, after getting into the, the school system, right, and um, kind of getting my feet wet and just learning how to be a civilian um, officially and, and, and just seeing how it works, uh, I realized that you know, education or the education system, like it, it isn't going anywhere. You know what I'm saying? So um, if I chose to go back to it, right, or pursue it at a later time, then, then it, it would always be there. You know what I'm saying? So it was one of those things like, man, I, you know, it's, it's off in the distance. Now, now that I've touched it and grabbed it, I can move on to the next thing. You, you see what I'm saying? And so being an entrepreneur is something that, um, was a, a, a late inspiration, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't anything that I really thought about doing coming up as a, you know, as, as a youth. It wasn't anything that really was even attractive to me, you know what I'm saying? I, I, but again, it, that was just my mindset, you know? I was kind of the same rat race as everyone else, you know, going to high school, graduate from high school, going to college, getting a degree, and then go get a job, or, you know, leaving high school, go to the military, do whatever and then get out and get a job. So that was, you know, I was kind of just conditioned um, to that. Well, and, and, you know, I, I wanted to play ball. That was, that was where I thought I was going to land, you know, being a, being a pro ball player. But um, so getting away from that, you know, and, and becoming an entrepreneur, you know, I, I wish I would have started this, you know, a lot sooner, you know, I mean, even, you know, 15, 16 years old, you know what I'm saying? Just, just, just the empowerment that 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 it gives you, um, and and really taking a step, you know, out of your comfort zone. You know, taking that leap of faith, as as we like to say, and uh, and just and going for it. You know, I have good work ethic. You know, I think I have, I think I have the tools, right, to to get things done. And I've been doing it for everybody else. So why not, you know, why not hustle for my last name? There you, know you go. Yo, you know what? I'm glad that you said that because uh, it's very, very important. And ladies and gentlemen, if you're just tuning in, we're talking about betting on you and what that looks like. And we got Mac here with uh, Hemp Inspired to help tell his story and what helped him to be the entrepreneur, the entrepreneur that he is today. And, and by walking away from comfortability, if you will. And, uh, and there's individuals out there that's watching right now. Like I got my homeboy, hey, G flavor. I've been knowing him since Korea. He's been getting it in. Now we got the flavors barbecue. And I mean, the list goes on. We got individuals that's in real estate and really doing it. But this show is specifically for those individuals that have been afraid. Right. And, even though there's individuals that's had a nice, secure job, but uh, they know that they're not being fed, right? They're not being fed there. And, and it's like something is missing and I want more. Herm, what you got, bro? Yeah, you, so you said something that resonated 
with me is that entrepreneurship is not something that was always your ambition. Right. That uh, when you was younger, you never thought about doing it. You had hoop dreams. I, I, you, I wish you would have made it so I could tell everybody I dunked on. Uh, Man, shut up, bro. Anyway, you know what I'm saying? Like, like <laughs> you I did dunk on your ass. But anyway, back to the back to the topic, man. Like, so what do you think it was that drove that? You said you wanted to hustle for your last name. Uh, what does that really mean for you? Because I'm in the same boat. Being an entrepreneur wasn't really something that. I really thought about coming up. You know, I, I'm in the military, you know, the typical, man, I'll just be a GS afterwards. You know what I mean? But now in my mind, it's like, man, I want to get something for my for myself. So what was it, you know, hus- what does hustling for your last name really mean for you? Oh, That was a good me, question, bro. That was real yeah, good. Yeah, that was. Um, for me, hustling for my last name means that I will be able to take this business, right, and I will be able to pass it to my children. And whatever they choose to do with it is on them. But they have, but I have something that I could give to them. You know, when I when I was working in the school system, you know, I can't give them Clarksville Montgomery County School System. When I was in the Air Force, I can't give them the government. You know, if I worked at Chick-fil-A or McDonald's or whatever, I you know, I can't give that to them. You see what I'm saying? But when you own something, Right. Then you you have the the power and you have um, really the ability to do whatever it is that you want to do, you know. And so giving it to them and being able to to let them see how it works and how you go from a grassroots, you know, from the grassroots to wherever behind the scenes. You know, that's something that uh, I I feel as though is important. And and I hope that, you know, it, it will inspire them to 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 not fall into the rat race and to and to take a chance on themselves. You know, jump off that porch and do whatever. Again, if it's selling hair, if it's pumping lemonade, if it's, you know, selling styrofoam cups, if it's opening up a food truck and selling macaroni and cheese, you know what I'm saying? It, whatever your lane is, you know, find your thing and do you, but but do you. You know, you owe it to yourself. And especially and I'm kind of going a little deeper, but you know, as as a as a as a man of color, you know, I, I personally feel that entrepreneurship is the only way to, you know, freedom. You see what I'm saying? Man, you know what? I'm glad you said that. I'm glad you said that. And everyone that's on it's in an alliance then have children. You get what I mean? And we're looking past what we're doing to contribute to them. What are we doing to leave for them instead of damn bills? You dig what I'm saying? I don't want to be in a position where when I'm gone, my family got to do a GoFundMe just to send me off right. You dig what I'm saying? I want them to take whatever it is that I built, learn from it while I was doing it, but then also keep it going to the next level. Precious, what you got? Uh-oh. Go ahead. You still muted. There you go. So I have a few questions. So I don't really think I missed it, but my first question is why CBD specifically? Out of all the things that you could, you know, decide to create your own business from, why that product specifically? That's my first question. Don't don't mute me yet because I got <laughs> I got my questions. But yeah, that's my first question. So why CBD? Well, um, I believe in 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 the in the compound in the product of it right and how it can help people cope with chronic issues insomnia and you know depression all type of things um you know we naturally have receptors 
to CBD. A lot of people don't know that. So it's not anything that you're putting in your body that shouldn't be there or that your body isn't naturally going to receive, right? Um, and I, I've never really been into, like, pharmaceutical drugs. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of coming up, my mother, you know, she was a bit of a naturalist and things of that nature. And so, you know, helping people to wean themselves off of those hard stuff that is bad for your kidneys, you know, there's, like, a mile long of side effects you know what I'm saying? That you and then they give you some more medication to, to stop those side effects from the other medication. Uh, exactly. Yeah. And so that was part of it. The other part, the chess move in this is that you know, once Tennessee, um, you know, decriminalizes, uh, you know, marijuana for medical uses, you know, I want to be or I'm going to be the first black-owned, you know, wow. in Clarksville. So. That's awesome! Congratulations! Yeah, yeah congrats awesome. with that, man. That's 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 dope, man. And I'm glad that you 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 thought about it and 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 putting the, not your pockets in the forefront of your mind, but your legacy and also how to help the community. You dig? Right. So that that's dope. What you what else you got, Precious? So you kind of rolled over into one of my questions as far as the community goes, because I know you mentioned that you know it's something that you want to pass down to your kids as far as creating some type of income for them and taking care of them and their families and so on and so forth. So one of my questions was outside of your children, have you thought about um, the whole entrepreneurship part of what you got going on? Have you thought about creating some type of program or, uh, you know, some type of workshop maybe to pass your experiences on because not that I mean you might be still learning everybody learns continuously all the time but I'm saying have you ever thought about creating some type of workshop or a program where maybe you can pass on what you learned and picked up on along the way outside of your kids yo yeah that's a great that's a great question because you know there's individuals that have a hard you know what I'm gonna just throw it out there before you answer that question and Herm knows this there was over in in St. Louis. There was uh, the Black Panthers was standing out in, in front of this Chinese food restaurant. Okay, they were standing outside there, and they was like, "Hey, we're gonna be we're closing you down until you either give money or tell us how you are contributing to the uh, <laughs> d- the community." Right. So in my mind, I'm like, "Yo, this is some bullshit." Like I understand the thought process, but you guess what they're doing. How are they contributing to the uh, uh, community? They're giving you Chinese food. You eating it. You dig what I'm saying? So what else do you want them to do? And then flip it. What are you doing to give back to the community? So um, I'm saying that to say this. If there's things that we are doing or if there's things that we want to uh, build, are you thinking about, just to her point, teaching other individuals or want to teach individuals how to get into that business and how to you know widen their you know their 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 scope of understanding right absolutely um anybody who knows me personally you know knows that i i'm 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 an educator or at least i try to be you know whether it's business whether it's you know anything sports you know I, i i have a perspective and and i feel as though that you know the perspective that i give you know is is sound Right. And, and everything. And and it's for, you know, it's, it's for building, you know, it's for culture building, it's for kingdom building, you know. So to answer your question, Precious, um, I haven't laid down a, a foundation or the framework 
to um, put that into play. But along the way uh, of me getting to where I'm at now, I've had several conversations with friends, with family, with my own children um, about, you know, stepping out, you know what I'm saying, and building something. So I guess those informal workshops, you know, it, you know, have, have taken place. But my store, once it opens up, um, I plan to help bring people on, regardless if you're in this industry or not. But my plan is to bring people on, host symposiums, you know, host workshops. So that way, you know, we can build, you know what I'm saying, and, and, and bring extra and fresh perspective and ideas to the table because I'm, I'm no guru. You know what I'm saying? It's, you know, I'm, I'm, I can be the first to admit that. But I'm, what, I, what I am pretty good at is having the conversation or being open to have a conversation and bringing people, you know, who are also willing, you know what I'm saying, to have conversations and to share ideas and to, and to share experiences so that way we can take ourselves and our culture, you know, to, to yeah. another. Yeah. If all that answers your question. Yeah, no, that's dope, man. So look, I got a question. Let's go back ten okay. years. Now, when did you when did you get out the military? I got out the military about eight months ago, September. Eight, eight months ago, okay, September. So, take us down the path as to when you realize that what you were doing was no longer for you, right? In the military, what happened? And what was that? What was that transition like? Would it be? <laughs> Okay. Oh, <laughs> um, yo, I went there. You ready? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Into, Shit. Okay. Glasses off. No, keep them on, brother. Because hey, because uh, you 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 look studious. You oh, dig no, it? No, go on, no. go on, keep them on. <laughs> nah, no, so, which is CBD. Yeah, hold it down. <laughs> to be to be to be like completely honest with you, I joined the military in order to kind of save my life in a sense, like it was going, it, it, it was going down some avenues to where I either would end up in jail or, or, or possibly dead. Right. Um, I was very young. Um, already had two kids, a, a, my son and my daughter, you know, um, freshly married, you know, and just needed some stability. You know, I never held a job longer than maybe a month you know, and I just needed some structure and some, and some stability. Not saying that, not, not in the sense to why I didn't have like home training, but I needed to kind of establish myself as a young man who has a family, you know what I'm saying? And, and to be responsible, you know, going out, playing ball, you know, betting money on games and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Like to pay for you know, pampers or sneakers or stuff like that, you know, or, you know, like little hustles here and there that wasn't going to get me, you know, anywhere, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and having my two, my two children at the time, you know, I, I, I felt like, you know, that probably any parent would feel like that, you know, I, I owed them better. And it gave me time to figure out what it is I wanted to do. You know, I knew that I could go in, I could get a, I can get a paycheck, get a couple health benefits, and and that's it, and so that's that that's kind of how that got started. I never went in with the intentions on doing twenty. Um, I didn't even think that I was even going to stay in as long as I did. 
Um, I figured I'd stay in long enough to hoop, you know, maybe get a deal somewhere and uh, and then roll. You know what I'm saying? So 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 basically you came to the Air Force for benefits and 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 to try to get in the NBA. That's what that was. Well, play overseas. Yeah, play play. Overseas. Because, because yeah. I mean, look, look at, look at Skip over there. Look at Herms. It ain't happened for him, bro. You know what I'm talking about? They have it. Look at him. See, he always talk about everybody. He dunked though. He got to jump first. Yeah. <laughs> but go ahead. Don't let, don't let this 260 pounds fool you, man. <laughs> bro. Back then, I was 180 pounds slashing to the rims, man. Where you know what I'm saying? 160, 180 pounds, man. I was up there. Yeah. Uh, okay, I, I got your book featured. All right, man. Go ahead, go ahead, Tori. We believe you. I was like I ten years. Old. So I, I, I guess. See, man, don't don't feed it to this this dude. Oh. Shit, you know he ain't. Come on, bro. Hey, listen, this the same fool that said he want to uh, take Mike Tyson on in the ring. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't know if y'all heard this or not, but this nut said he can beat up the fifty four years old Mike Tyson. I today. think he do it. Today. You say today? 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 Okay. So he ain't talking about Iron Mike. He talking about putting it in today. So you know this this the type of nut we dealing with. But hold on, bro. Before you f- finish, I know Herm had had a question. I had him waiting for a minute. What you got, Herm? Uh, first, let me give a shout out to Chris in, in the uh, comments talking shit. He's another person I dominated on the basketball court. But anyway, <laughs> um, damn, man. Now, now I'm sitting here talking noise and forgot what I was going to ask him, man. Because that's what happens. All you do is talk shit, dog. I don't get it. <laughs> no, hey. Yo, he, he wanted to give me no. live on camera. Go ahead. Toro, so, no, I do. I remember what I want to ask you. So you're, you're just starting out in this business and you're pretty brand new, right? And so I'm pretty sure that you're running into issues or running into problems or running into some things that, are, that you see as barriers and things that you got to overcome, right? Can you speak a little bit to some of those things that, that you might be facing that other people might face as a brand new uh, person that's starting in the business? Yeah. Um, the biggest barrier, I guess, you know, that I, that I will – say that everyone will run into is just taking that leap of faith, especially if you're coming from a a secure, you know, um, job or career, you know, like that's, that, that's been the biggest, that's been one of the biggest things. And although I did it fairly quick, you know, I, and it was, it was a reason why I did it that way. And that reason was, is I didn't want to dwell too long on it because then I probably would have talked myself out of it. You know, or I would have let those fears or, or that that doubt set in. So for me, I just pulled the trigger. Um, but so that I would say is is the number one thing. One is just is just having the courage uh, and the faith that you can do it, right? And then secondly, I would say you you it's not for the faint of hearts, you know. It, it isn't unless you are fortunate enough to get into an industry or, or create an industry to where you're popping from the gate, you know, then you're going to have to have a little bit of, or a lot of patience, a lot of perseverance, you know, and, and, and let it grow, you know, like, like truly let it grow. Um, another thing that I learned and that I'm still learning is not everybody who, like, okay, so there's different levels of support, and this is very important. This is very important. And the reason why I say it's very important is because when I started off, you know, although I was a little reluctant, I, I, my, my, I naturally thought that, man, everybody who knows my first and last name, they're going to jump on. 
you know, saying just off the strength of it being me. Mm. Well, that's, that wasn't always the case. You know what I'm saying? Or it's not always the case. Some of my closest, you know, saying folks or, you know, some of my closest friends or whatever the case may be, you know, if, if, if I'm keeping it, you know, all the way 100, you know what I'm saying? They, they, you know, they support me, but there's, when you get into business, you learn that there, there are levels like, like the the very bottom line of support is somebody saying, yo, I support you. You know what I'm saying? Or, yo, I'll, I'll pray for you, which is cool. You know what I'm saying? Then the next level of support is, okay, hey, you know, let me, you know, let me, um, let me help you, you know what I'm saying, put the logistics together. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's go run an errand, whether it's, you know, hey, I can go do this or do that, right? You know what I'm saying? I can make you, you know, maybe share this or share that or word of mouth. Right. And then uh, another level of support is someone who's actually willing to whether or not they believe in your vision or whether or not they are wanting to um, be in that, that lane that you're in. But someone who's willing to actually, you know, write a check, you know, what I'm saying or, or spend their money, you know, what I'm saying in, into your, you know, into your business or invest in your business, if you will, you know, whether that's buying product. Like if you're, you know, a retailer, you know, or whether that's saying, hey, you know, you want to, you know, you, you found a store or something and you want to renovate it. Okay. You know, wh- what are the costs? Okay. I may not be able to front everything, but here's, here's something, you know, here's, 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 here's $50 to go get you a mirror or, or whatever the case may be. You know what I'm saying? So I had to learn very quick and yo, for all the viewership that's out there, you know, my personal friends or family, like it's not a knock against you, you know, because I, I, am not the type of person where it's going to affect me. You know, I didn't get into this, you know, solely depending upon the people who know me, you know what I'm saying? Um, I got into it and, or I should say the, the, the success that I'm going to achieve isn't solely dependent upon the people that know me, right. Or know Mm, me personally. I like that. Um, yeah, it's, 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 it, my business is going to thrive because I'm gonna work at it. You know what I'm saying? And I'm gonna make it thrive. So those, those few things I would say to anybody that's looking to, to going into business for themselves, like kind of have that on the forefront of your mind. You know what I'm saying? Cause it, it wasn't something that I even, I even thought, um, yeah, that I even thought about. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, but now that I'm into it and I'm seeing it, it's like, wow. And it makes me reflect on the conversations that I've had with people who have been business owners for years. But I, but because I, I wasn't able to see it through their set of lenses, it, I didn't understand what they were coming from. You know what I'm saying? It's, you know what, man? man. It, oh, go, go ahead, Herm. Go ahead. No, man, you talk about those levels of support, right, man? And it's like, it's like it's it's mind boggling how hard it is to get people just to even share your posts. You know like, what? Hit the share oh, button, man. Hit the damn share button for me, please. It's so crazy. Like share a comment, a like. So that's why I say anybody who supports Hillspire from the bottom of my heart, I really do appreciate it. I really do. Whether it's sharing a post, whether it's thumbs, you know, thumbs up, whether it's buying a product. You know, I do appreciate it because you, you, you have to, I guess you have to understand that not everybody is just going to do it. But if you, but, and if you go into, if you go into this with the expectation that, yo, at least these people are going to do it and then they don't, you know, it, that gut punch is going to hurt. I was, on, I was on the phone with my cousin yesterday, literally, 
And we were talking about this because he's he's starting his own podcast, which is dope. You know, I'm a, I'm gonna plug him real quick. Y'all don't mind. Organized Chaos Conversations with KJ. Please check him out. Um, but we was talking about the same thing yesterday about how our friends or family, you know, who surf social media or whatever, 24-7, right? And he was like, yo, I can post something that's dumb, that has absolutely no substance whatsoever, and I'll get 100 clicks and 50 shares. But as soon as I put something up that, that shows that I'm trying to better myself or take something to the next level, he's like, it's crickets. You know what I'm saying? You, you, and he said that he had to kind of take a step back and not take it so personal, mm-hmm. you know, because again, naturally he thought that, oh, well, because everybody rock with KJ, everybody's going to rock with my movement. Hold and on. Then, oh. And I kind of thought that too with him spy, like, yo, everybody know Mac, everybody rock with Matt. So everybody's going to be on this. Now, granted, you know, a lot of, a lot of folks that I know are still active duty and I get that they can't, you know, they have to kind of, you know, walk that, that fine line, but you know, the other people and stuff like that. So it's, 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 it's tricky. It could, it could be very tricky. You know what? Hey, listen, man, you said so many, so many things, man, worth so many jewels. Hold on. I'll see you precious. Hold, hold it. Just hold it. Hold it. Because I, I got to make a point, but then we also got to take a minute for our sponsors. But brother, I want to say thank you for that. And everybody that's listening to the lions, then we always appreciate you because you got to realize we be talking crazy not crazy like off the whim crazy but we have discussions that's borderline uncomfortable so we appreciate y'all rocking with us even the shares even if we got four thousand individuals on that like us and that follow us and if it's just five of y'all that share this we love you still it's all good from getting the shirts rocking the shirts getting the anything the mask you know what i mean if if there's anything that we do that you appreciate and you show your appreciation uh, we appreciate that right because to your point brother you made a lot of sense when you said there's levels to it and there's levels to that uh, 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 to that actual uh, commitment and support like how do you do it and so I ask everyone that's listening not necessarily supporting the lion's den but how are you supporting your family members you feel me how are you supporting those individuals that one day you say I know you can do it just go ahead and do it and then when they're trying to do it how are you really supporting them? All right. Now, that's just that's rhetorical. That's just something for you to think about. But what I'm about to do is let y'all know how we have individuals that support us. Hey, Mac, have you ever, 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 ever in your life heard of Kevlar's Grill? Heard of who? Oh, yep. You don't know, but you about to today. Listen, check it out. Kevlar's Grill, man. Listen, at the VFW, they've been getting it in with us since day one. They make the bombest food, bro, on this side of the Mississippi. And whoever think that ain't the truth, Precious don't say nothing. It's the truth, okay? Now, check it out. They have the uh, gratitude boxes. They actually prepare food for first responders dealing with this uh de- dealing with this uh covet uh uh issue right they have the catering they have great great food with the chicken shrimps wings and very southern cooking meals okay southern cooked meals so their number is 618-416-5700 they deliver with grubhub 25 mile radius okay it's inside of the vfw and uh they're located at the, like I said, inside inside the VFW, Scott VFW post four one eight three. But not just that, ladies and gentlemen, not just that. We also have another sponsor, right? Shout out, shout out. 
Yes, to Upper Souls. Shout out to Upper Souls. Listen, y'all, Upper Souls, it's a brother that's really getting it in. He has those exclusive, exclusive joints, okay? If you want the Jordan, what, sixes, threes? I don't know. I don't rock them like that because I ain't got the bank. But our listeners do. Some of y'all do. Y'all sneak ahead. So please check him out. He's really getting in. If you want those exclusive shoes and get them while they're hot, sizes run from six to size 14. Okay. You got to get them. You got to get them. So that's Upper Souls. Check them out. They're on Instagram and it's spelled U P P E R S O L E Z. Can you dig it? Upper Souls. So going back, Precious J, what you got, man? Let me unmute myself before I get to, to yapping. So um, a couple of things. You know, I got to touch on the levels of support, too. Um, me being a comedian, doing comedy, I've been doing comedy since 2012. Okay. And the level of support is, is so true because, like you said, you have those people at the bottom, not that we taking nothing away from them, because I still want you to be happy for me. So they be like, oh, that's good. But then you got those people who kind of seem like they want to support you, but it's you still doing that little comedy thing that you do. Oh, oh, wait. Oh, that, that low key. Like, hey, and you still a little DJ. Motherfucker. You know, I don't. It, okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Right. But basically, they try to. And it's not that they don't care about what you're doing. It's just not as important to them. So they're looking at it like it's just some little thing that you do. Um, you got me doing comedy. You got people who actually come to the shows and are there and are buy tickets. I got people that sometimes buy tickets and don't even come to shows. Yeah. But like you mentioned, as far as like social media goes, you would think that if I put on a show right now, that a million people would be there, okay? But because of social media, and this is another reason why I have to work on my whole social media lifestyle, I suppose, because, um, you know, I don't do the whole funny videos and I don't be talking to myself all day on Instagram and stuff like that. But people keep trying to encourage me to do it. You should do it. You should do it. You should do it. And I, I have to get out of that old school way because in my mind, I'm thinking, oh, that's just a lazy way for you to support comedy. Like, you know, if you really support me, come out to a show, buy a ticket. But that's my level. That's, that's where I want them to be. So I'm saying all of that to say that it definitely is levels of support. But I think sometimes when people feel like they don't have it, they forget that some things aren't as important to other people as they are to you. I had to remember that when I started doing comedy, my family was like, oh, Lord, this girl, she a comedian now. Okay. Oh, okay. This is what she doing now. Oh, we, we gonna, they, they supported me. They came and they don't come all the time because, you know, your girl stay booked for the most part. But I'm, I'm saying, like, I think as entrepreneurs, as somebody who's pursuing anything outside of the norm or what their people in their space are doing we have to learn to support ourselves like you have to give your own push and that's something that I struggle with because it'd be a thousand things that I want to do and I have to like figure out how I'm gonna do it when I'm gonna do it so I applaud anybody who actually take those steps to you know make their own business and things of that nature but Mm. before I before Scooby mute me again What do 
you tell people that say, because this day and age that we're living in, it's, everybody's an entrepreneur, okay? Everybody's selling something. If it ain't lashes, well, now it's masks. Uh, last ah, shut up! Clothes. I know you hate. That's okay. It's tight though. They tight. We'll go yeah, ahead. I ain't mad at it because take advantage. You know, most definitely. My friend is about to start selling lingerie, and she said I'm gonna have a photo shoot, and they gonna wear masks. She got like lace masks and stuff like that. Like people are really, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But I'm, I'm saying, what do you tell them? They putting draws on their face. That's what it sounds like. That was the first thing, <laughs> you know. In just, real life. But you want to make sure the crotch ain't. Don't have anyway, the crotch. Stay focused, stay focused. I'm saying, what do you tell those people? <laughs> you know, <laughs> Scooby, shut up. Okay, so you, what do you tell those people who are like, man, everybody doing this? Why? Why? If I do it, it ain't gonna make no difference. Like, you know what I'm saying? I already don't have people supporting the stuff I am doing, so I ain't. I ain't gonna. I ain't gonna take that risk and you know not have people support me what do you tell those people who are questioning what they're wanting to do I would I mean I, I would just tell them to look at it from this perspective not saying that is right right but this is just the way my mind works um how many how, how many places have you been to and there was more than one fast food restaurant like a Burger King McDonald's or Wendy's right how many times have you been to a grocery store and you see 15 different types of breads or 15 different versions of whatever? You know what I'm saying? So I, I would, I guess what I'm trying to say is don't let that deter you. You know what I'm saying? Like I could go right out here on Wilma Rudolph and there's literally, uh, you know, like there's Chick-fil-A and then there's a Zaxby's, you know, three miles from each other. And then in between, there's so many other restaurants or, or McDonald's right across the street from a Burger King. You know, I mean, they both sell burgers, right? They both sell fries, but they both getting it. You know what I'm saying? So it doesn't matter. If it, it doesn't matter it, to me, right? I, I, I came into this business. I was already two years behind the curve because I was still serving. When, when Trump had signed the Farm Act in 2018, I was still active duty. So I came... Clarksville, there was already there's already five CBD hemp stores already established. They've already been here. They've made a name for themselves. They, you know, they're on the Chamber of Commerce. You know, they're in the whole. They're sitting at the table, right? And they're white. So I started the race already five steps behind. But I looked at it like, okay, I, I know I know my work ethic. I know that I, I know what I can bring to the table. You know, and so I did my homework, right? You know, I went to each one, you know, and kind of snooped around and had some conversation with folks. And then I would go back to the drawing board and I would just formulate, right? And I would put my own pieces together and everything like that. And it at, at first I was like, man, okay, the market is a little saturated, but you know what? I'm gonna call my own lane. Just just like I was telling you, Seth, uh, when, I was, when I was active duty, I didn't like you know, I, I would be a part of five, six or, you know, the other stuff that everybody else do, but I didn't like doing what everybody else did. I, so I, I would create my own programs, you know what I'm saying? And I would get my, you know, I would get my name off or win awards off of something that would, that didn't even exist. You know what I'm saying? And so 
I guess that's what I would say. I, I hope I answered your question. No, man. Oh, yo, that was beautiful. That was that was beautiful. And that makes so much sense. And w- before we go into some more questions, I do want to give a shout out to individuals that's watching right now. Right. Um, there's uh, Miss Keisha. Hey, what's going on, Keisha? She made a great point. She's actually the one that created and des- uh, helped design our mask. Right. She said that um, it, there's a variety of breads in the bread aisle. How are you as an entrepreneur setting your products apart and that's what it is for example outside of the podcast first of all it's a million different podcasts out there how is the lion's den with seth setting apart even me being a um a a, an accountability speaker or a coach you know there's so many different coaches like there's one on right now that's watching shout out to you i see you out there todd simmons right he get it in and he teaches but I have my own lane because I have my own voice, and we can't. Because you be- have me, man. Don't don't act like that. Because anyway, <laughs> let me finish. So no, you see what I'm saying. So, but the deal is, is that you can't be afraid, though. You cannot be afraid because you were born on the day that you were born as an individual, and you can't let outside circumstances get it. Listen, you think Chick Fil A's is, is tripping on anybody else that's making a, a chicken sandwich? Really? Bro, they make more money than McDonald's and they close on Sundays. Think about it. You yeah. feel me? But no, go ahead, uh, Precious. What you got? Scooby made me forget my question. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you got that notepad. You ain't write it down. No, nah, this was in the middle. This was a conversation question. It had just came, but you know, I already feel like. Y'all trying to put me in a little woman corner over here. Wow, how we doing that? You know, with the whole, you know, because everybody was unmuted and I was the only one muted, so I don't really know how I should feel about it. You know, I see what I'm getting myself into, and it's cool. You hear me? It's cool. You hear me? Because I'm going to come in with a lioness being shirt on. Because y'all got lioness being shirt on. And that is how I get out of forgetting my question. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. Um, my question, one of my questions, because I have multiple. One of my questions is, I know you mentioned earlier, like, ultimately, you want to pass, you know, the business down to your kids or your family. I mean, kind of that's always our goal. We, especially if you, I don't know what your, you know, how you look or what your background is like, but, wait, wait, you know. Wait. Real quick, Precious. It's, it's not that I want to pass this business down to them. It's the 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 experience and and the and the inspiration down to them. Like you know, my, my daughter Brooklyn, she she wants to get into hair, you know, or she wants to get into something. So what whatever it is, again, you know, I, I don't I don't care if it's selling lemonade, you know, selling or lollipops, you know. But so I, you want to share you want to share the entrepreneurship part with them, just having their own and, and building their that's own. Dope. Yeah. So I was going today, but you beat me. Oh, so <laughs> that's that's what I was about to ask. Like, what more outside of having an, a, an income are you wanting to teach them with your experience? You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of times when businesses are passed on to kids or family members or whomever, they number one don't care about the business as much as the person who started it. Uh, number two, they don't really know how to maintain it. So along with saying, hey, I have this business. I've created it from the ground up. It's mine. Now it's yours. What other things do you plan to, you know, teach them or instill in them to help them maintain that business or go out and build their own and make their own? 
But you already answered it. So you said the experiences and all that good jazz. You, you, you ain't let me finish my question, but it's cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the experience, the ex- excuse me, I can't speak. The experience, the 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 empowerment, you know, and the mindset. You know, I don't want my children to grow up thinking that they have to work for someone else. <laughs> you know, I want to leave them, you know, with that with with that mindset. I want to condition them. Like even now, you know, I, I I feel bad that I was pushing my middle child to go to college. I mean, she wants to go to school, but she's making, you know, because that's what she wants to do. But even, even that saying, okay, Hey, as soon as you get out of high school, you got to go to college and you know, you got to go to college. Well, I mean, we all know that there's so many people out here that are very successful, depending on your definition of success that don't have a college degree, you know, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Or, you know what I'm saying? So uh, it's, it's getting them to look beyond the, the, the status quo and the social norms that that everyone else puts on them. You know, it's, and again, as, as people of color, it's true freedom. It's true freedom. All right, go ahead, Herm. What you got, bro? Toro, so I, li- I loved your analogy about being room for everything. Uh, when you talked about the different breads in the aisle, man, I never thought about it that way. So tell us about your business and how, how do you plan to make it different how do you plan to stand out with, with amongst the five uh, stores that's already in Clarksville? What are you doing to make sure you stand out in your scene? That's a good question, Skip. Um, well, I would say that when you shop with me, you know, that you are getting, again, you, you are getting what you pay for. You know, like it's full transparency. Um, and you're getting quality product like I've referred to myself you know or I refer to my business as like the Publix of CBD and hemp you know like uh, my products are clean you know um, they're a lot of them are gluten-free and vegan non-gmo you know all that stuff so you you what you're putting into your body again is it going to you know cause any undue stress on like your kidneys or your liver or or anything like that and ultimately um, it's going to be safe for those who are in those professional fields who have your analysis uh, test, you know, random, random drug test. You know, you, you, you can rest easy knowing that if you, you know, had to take a drug test that you would pass it, you know. So that sense of security along with the, the quality of products, 